All right, everybody, we're here with Bogdan Maciejczyk. He is a trainer and coach, owner of Hyper Fight and Fitness in the Chicago area out in Schiller Park. How you doing, Bo? Uh, hey, Lee, I'm, I can say I'm almost great, besides that allergy season that's hissing up. I, I'm pretty sure that's my allergy. I have this every year, so I don't think if it's this whole corona, whatever it is, it's not 19, uh, but I got it, so that's allergy. Besides this, besides this, I'm all fine and all strong and healthy. Right on. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering um, how things are going over at the gym these days. How's training coming along over at the gym? Um, at the Hyper? Um, um, <laughs> how's it going? You know, you know uh, we got this order to close the gyms, right? So uh, basically uh, all the gyms officially are closed, you know. Uh, you said I'm the owner. I can tell that I'm the co-owner because uh, – uh, with me, uh, I'm partnered with the Andrew from Farah. Remember this this kid that used to box with? Absolutely. You know, that's my extension, extension of my passion to boxing. <laughs> yeah, pa pardon me. That I I do stand yeah. corrected. You co-own the gym with Andy from Farah. Um, yeah. For those who don't know the name, I'm just gonna um, say out in the boxing world, uh, he was a top ten light heavyweight contender. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, yes, he was in the top ten for a couple of years, I think. Yeah, right on. Yeah, how did so? Cool. I've been. I wanted to to like talk. I'm wanting to talk to different coaches and just learn a little mm -hmm. of their background. Um, I don't think, even though I had the pleasure of of working briefly at your gym um, several years ago, I don't think mm -hmm. I ever got to learn how you got into boxing. Uh, strict into boxing, uh, I got through Andrew from Farah. Uh, because, um, you know, when I met him, I, I was already experienced uh, in martial arts in general, right? I start I start my journey with martial arts when I was a kid, 13-year-old. Uh, As a 13-year-old, I signed for karate class, Shotokan Karate. I was training this for about three years. And then after, after that, I moved towards uh, Kyokushin Karate and more aggressive styles. I trained some kickboxing as well um, back in Poland. And... Uh, and um, yeah, with this background, I came to US, you know, um, back in Poland, I have a chance to train uh, judo as well on, when I was studying uh, physical education um, at the University of Physical Education back in Poland. Um, so uh, did you did you lose me? You no. good? Yeah, we're good. You good? Okay. So yeah, so that's the... I started before before boxing. I, I was I was into martial arts in general. So so having um, all this all this in and when I when I met Fonfara, we start we 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 met. We did a one training together. I already have the group back in Chicago uh, here in Chicago that was training with me. So real quick, how old were you when you met Andy? Um, that was exactly 12, 12 years ago. Okay, and so did you meet him in Poland or in Chicago? No, no, I met him in Chicago. He came, oh, okay. he came to Chicago. He did one professional fight. His first fight was back in Poland, and then he came here. When I, uh, he came, he was here like we came around same time, but we we met here through 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 boxing. That's 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 funny because I met him when the first time when I saw him uh, was after he asked me on one of the Polish uh, social media. Uh, 
uh, things back back then. You know, we got this Nasha Klasa thing, something like uh, Facebook as of right now, right? Okay. Uh, so that we got this post-Polish version of that Facebook that we have right now. And he asked me if I can vote for him for the, the best Polish athlete here okay. in Chicago, right? Uh, uh, in Chicagoland. And then I sent him message back. I sent him message back that uh, if you want to, if you want to vote, of course, but I don't know you. I want you to, you know, if you can come to us, there will be more votes because we train all together. If you're going to show up, I'll get you more votes, not only me, right? And that's why we hook up and he came to the training. That was fun because we were training kickboxing, so we didn't get used to this look of professional boxers training. Lee, you probably you are into it, so you know how the professional boxers they start wearing stuff, all those leggings, you know, t-shirts <laughs> on the top of the t-shirt. When he came to the locker, start changing. It was so much fun, you know. Look at him, I was like, man, this this dude is uh, really, really into something, right? Uh-huh. And he helped me doing the workouts. You know, we we started doing those trainings together. He came for first, second training. And then we started we started training uh, all together. You know, we came out of the idea of the gym, and basically since hyper existing, you know, uh, that's since since that moment, I I was into boxing because of Andrew. You know, so, so he comes so he comes out to Chicago, and you two, you know, you're you're already like, okay, we're gonna work out together, you're gonna train together. Did he come out to train with you as a buddy, as training partners, or as you being his trainer? No, no, as a buddy. As a body, okay. as a friend, you know, we, we became a friends. We start training and I was teaching him and he was teaching me, you know, we are kind of going together to through it. You know, I was showing him new stuff that, that he didn't see. I, I was learning something from him. Um, over the years, it became, you know, that, uh, you know, my, my knowledge of boxing was ba- based on a need that I saw on Andrew. You know what I mean? So, so I, I that's a, I love that you're saying that because I have experience seeing you as a trainer. So I, I know mm-hmm. the level of trainer that you actually are and your insight mm-hmm. for what you'll be able to see there. Mm-hmm. So my first question around that experience was at the time, how much was your martial arts background exper- um, pardon me, how much was your martial arts background and experience influencing what you were sharing with him? Uh, you know what? I think a lot, a lot, because, uh, you know, boxing for him was fencing, you know, so you using your hands and, and his mentality a little bit was like, uh, he was very offensive boxer and focusing on, on, on hands, on amount of punches and, and, you know, not really about movement and, and, you know, footwork, you know, for me, martial arts, uh, standing fights, right. Kickboxing. Uh, and boxing, uh, any kind of you know taekwondo, karate, you have to have the legs. You have to be able to move. You have to have your balance. You have to have. You have to understand where people can catch you, where you can pull them in. You know you, how you move people to the side, how the angles are changing. I think this is what I learned back in Poland. Since, as I said, since I was a kid. I started with, you know, basic positions, with throwing hands, you know, keeping your hands low, keeping your hands out higher later, you know. And I, I train in kickboxing. I learn how to move on your legs. I get even chance to train capoeira, though. Remember, I so when I put my braces on, I couldn't box and kickbox. I couldn't do the like close, close range, uh, you know, sparring's nothing like this. So I start training capoeira. So I get balance as a as a base thing in in it. So I kind of 
get the background, not only martial arts, but I went to the physical education. I was studying the physical education tourism and I was training all different sports. Like I was doing the triathlons back in Poland, you know, I, I was doing gymnastics and swimming as well. So yeah. I share with him not only boxing, but I share with him all my knowledge to sports, you know, so I, I get him to, into swimming. I, I get him into the other stuff that kind of create environment where he was not doing anything besides, you know, physical things you know like yeah i'm glad you also brought that up because i was going to ask about that um and so you just kind of segued into you um not just being influenced by your martial arts background but also it it, it sounds to me like did you already it was the reason why you were studying physical education because mm-hmm. you knew that you had you wanted to be a coach or a teacher yes. in that yes. somehow? Yes, I already, I, I already have been one. You know, uh, another story that you never heard probably because you, you didn't have a chance to talk like we do right now. When I was 16 years old, I did I did my first course of a lifeguard, lifeguard course, a water lifeguard, right? And then when I was 17, I started working on a camp back in Poland. We have this place called Camp Pisch, and that was the biggest camp in Poland in a region called Mazury. And I've been working on that camp every summer, every summer, two months since I did my lifeguard course. And then on that camp, I was working directly on the, besides the, you know, the molo and then and, and securing the, the, the water around on a windsurfing camp, you know, there were, where I met uh, my trainer and uh, kind of at the time when I was back in Poland, my, my, um, um, how you call this, uh, role model, right? Role model is someone who direct me since I was 16. This guy was 10 years older than me and he was kind of pushing me pushing my energy towards the sports. And I was doing windsurfing, right? I was doing a mountain bike with them. Then he taught me gymnastics. He teach me, he teach me so many things. And back in Bonn, since I, since I, as I said, 40, like as 16, 17, I started getting into it so much. I started competing. Compet- I did competition triathlons in mountain biking. I was rep- back in, when I was studying in university, in a university, I was representing the school on in, 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 in mountain biking competition, in swimming competition. Um, I was doing the, the ski uh, uh, rides for them, you know, so uh, in rowing competition as well between the universities. So, so I was really into endurance and not only, you know, so I don't I, I don't even know where you get where do you have you always even since a child had a lot of energy? Um I think that's why I got my nickname, you know. Uh-huh. I think this is where my nickname came from. And this club that I started when met Andrew met me, that was hyperactive team, you know. So I get those people like even now, tomorrow we're leaving we're leaving from Chicago, we're going to North Carolina to Ivan, Ivan on, on that uh, little piece of land that's the farthest part of the US where we're gonna windsurf for a whole week. So I'm so happy. Camila was telling you about Max playing PlayStation, but he's actually yeah. excited that he's gonna learn from me how to do windsurfing. So we're going there for a week. And I listen, I was doing the whole this time, you know, but when, since when you get back to boxing, when I met Andrew, I was all about this, all those sports, right? We made this right. team, we played paintballs, we played, we were skiing, mountain biking, windsurfing, and doing those martial arts as a physical thing that we were doing on daily basis, like every other day. When since we met, we opened the gym, and then I focused. How so long much. from the time you met that that first time you met and you started training together? How long in between before you decided to open the gym? Uh, it was about I would say half a year, I think. Okay. 
we were moving from one place to other place. We rent some, we, we rent something for hours, you know, and then I was like, yeah, we have to, we have people, we have followers. I told him we have to build it, you know, and we have to continue. So I think it, it really helped um, Andrew with his career as well. You know, whatever happened since we met, you know, it, the, it pushed us to the place where we're at right now, you know, with, and we can we we still said even now with this whole what? yeah with, yeah with, if, even now we've called this BS they they call this BS right so people believe and some people don't you know I'm running around without the mask so I don't believe in that you know your your immunity system should build it up you don't have to you know make it uh, such a crazy move but anyway let's get back to that so uh, yeah we we've been training. Uh, uh, about a half a year and then we opened a gym you know we moved to the one place and then we the spot where we met that was about a year after we met you know so we op- we had physically place that we get we, we lease it right so till now we actually lease it that place right we're at West Sea Terrace here in Shiloh Park yeah so uh, but you, you're saying the, the the hyper fight and fitness in Shiloh Park correct yeah yeah we, we are there for 10 years yeah I that gym is that gym is so cool to me. It was such an inspiration even when I was opening my gym because um, I think you guys have done such a great job of just being creative and making it a space where people can come and move and train. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I'm looking forward to I'm hoping to make it to Chicago this year so I can come out and visit and check out and see oh, how yeah, yeah, it is looking these days. Yeah, I, I've seen some of the videos. I'm like, oh, it looks great in there. So, so anyway, back to training. Um, so you said you had a mentor when you were 26. You, you meet Andy, you open the gym. Do you start becoming involved in his professional career as a trainer in any capacity? Or how does that end up going? You know what? Since, since we met, when I met Andrew, he was after his loss to Derek Finley, the kid from Indiana, Gary Indiana, he, notabene, he's doing the pro shows as of right now. He was doing before they, they stopped him, right? But uh, um, he was after that loss. And then when we start training, listen, this this was... We, we were training basically almost everything together, right? So I was helping him, he was helping me. And we get so close that another fight, I was with him in a corner, you know, because uh, there was Sam Colonna as a first trainer. Uh, there was his brother uh, who was always with him as a manager, right, Mark? And then me, the guy who was with him because we were training buddies, right? But from the fight, the, then trainings became a part of the day, right, for us. But the fights, his mm-hmm. fights, so when we were training, when we were training, like when he was boxing every, you know, every two, three months, um, you know, it became like we, I was, foc- as I said, I was focusing, focusing on him, training with him, you know. So I was bringing new stuff to the training. So in his head, in my head, and then even Colonna's eyes and Mark's eyes, I became day by day. I became trainer, not only friend, but a trainer as well. You know, it's difficult uh, later on because you know you have this relationship with someone that you know. As a coach, as of right now, I learned that there has to be some some barrier between the, you as a trainer and your student because when you become the bodies, uh, they're sometimes you know they're getting uh, disrespectful. You know what I mean? They all, they think, oh, you're trying to tell them something and they all, they know better, you know, they, hey, hey, you are friends, you know, you did this, you did that. And, you know, because he saw you in some situations that he may think that you are worse than him, you know what I mean? 
So there is a respect yeah. that there is there is always respect needed on on that on that um, on that level where you have uh, fighter and then you have trainer. So there is there has to be you know respect in between. If we have respect, so a boundary. Yeah, exactly, kind of boundary. You know, um, but with me and Andrew, uh, it wasn't. We get to the point after the the one of the fights. Uh, cleverly fight, not a cleverly fight, where they set up the world record as a late heavyweight uh, boxer, still now hold on by then, that fight. I, after the fight, Andrew won, right? But there were so many punches landed him on, on cleverly, and cleverly five punches on him, you know, thrown punches and landed punches. That, that I didn't like it, and I had this conversation with him about, uh, you know, that... You know, he's stubborn and all this stuff. And he said, he told me then that we are so close that I can't, you know, whatever you, t- I know you're right, but I can't kind of, you know what I mean? You can't. It gets, it bumps heads. Yeah, it yeah, just gets, exactly. It's become like a brother. The stubbornness you know, comes like a, up. We are like brothers. So that's, that's why, that's why, that's why it was like, like, like that. But uh, uh, now if you're going to come, if you're going to come back to anything, I think I, I'm with him. You know, he knew that all our disagreements, they were for some reason, you know, he went, he, he went to the different coaches, different areas. I was with him all this time, you know, and he understands now what I brought, you know what I mean? He respects us, and then he. That's why, let's say, we have fox fighters, and that's why I have now another professional boxer from Poland, because all of it people finally start seeing, understanding after all this time, you know. But uh, it might be tough. I think it's sometimes tough for a fighter when their coach is telling them, "It's my job to look out for you." And what I'm telling you is, you're taking too many hits, and when you take those kinds of hits, yeah. We got to do something about exactly. that, and it's exactly. hard for them to exactly. kind of hear exactly. that. That's one of the things, yeah. And then if you are a friend, he sometimes they may think, "Oh, I want that fight, right? I want that fight. Why are you blaming me? Because I want it, right?" I was like, "Listen, if you're gonna go and do two more fights like this, I not only lose a fighter, I'm gonna lose my friend. You know what I mean? So it's it's different, you know. And I think this is this is what every sing, every single professional trainer should be about. You know, you you can't look at your boxers. As a, as a, as a, as a someone that goes fights and makes you know either money or make you famous, you it, you you have to be with him. You have to understand and uh, him. And you know when it gets to the point when you have to sometimes stop it, you stop it. You know you see it, you stop it, or or, or you acting. You know you you can't just okay forget a, he won. Okay, I forgot about all the it doesn't matter. He won. You can't blame a vict- a victorious, right? But listen, by the end of the day, you know. Some one punch can change everything, right? And you don't want that punch yeah. seeing, you know, you don't want to see that punch on your guy, you know what I mean? Your body. And then it yes, goes to the to sure. the trainers and you don't want to see that punch on the boxer, right? As well. So you know how, how boxers are, you so, know, they are very stubborn, you know. They this is what made them great, you know, in some point, but sometimes that stubbornness is 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 too much, you know. So that's why you they have to have right people around them so they try to at least show them, you know, those, those guys, they have mentality. Like if you want to be successful on a street fight, you fight to the end. You know what I mean? You may not see anything, but you continue fighting. So they have, they have this mentality. You have to stop them. You have to chain them to the tree and then you can, okay, how oh, I can breathe. Otherwise they're going to stand up and run on you. You know what I mean? Again. So this is, yeah. this is that mentality that I would love to see in my boxers, but I would love to be, in kind of control of of that, you know what I mean? 
it's like in that movie with Jackie Chan, Unleashed, you know? You held them, you let them go, right? And then when it's too much, you pull the thing back. Yeah. You pull thing back. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, just the right yes. amount. Yes. Okay, yes. the switch is yes. on, now go. Now the switch is off, come back. So how has your uh, how has your philosophy changed in or evolved in the years that you've been training? Because you've been training for a while now. How what are some of the significant changes or evolutions you've noticed in your philosophies as a coach? Um, repeatedness. In as a boxer, I think this is the sport where 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 uh, you have to train particular things, you know, and then uh, you can you can you can train. Listen, you know, this philosophy, there's so many subjects as physical, and this is individual sport. That's what I can tell you. Okay. And then you can, the, the thing is that you can, you can, you can change some things in, in humans, right? Because everyone is different. You can tell, right? Physically and mentally, you know what I mean? But um, I, I, I see at it, you know, more like if I will see someone that have a chance in boxing, I'll tell them, Okay. This is what you have to do to get better. This is what you have to stick to to make uh, sure that you're going to be successful in that sport, let's say, right? And I can point the things mm -hmm. uh, from technical perspective, from endurance, from the, you know, because uh, boxing, it's not... It's not only, you know, boxing. There is so many things behind, you know. There is a regime. You see, you have to see that someone is into it, you know. So now I'm focusing my energy on people that are, are really into it, you know. That's my thing as a trainer. Uh, when I do the class, I do the class and I'm focusing on those who I, in whose eyes I see that they really want to learn, you know. So, and the, but philosophy is, oh my God, you know what? Hit and don't get hit. You know what I mean? Fight. Oh, yeah, uh, yes. fight. Don't be, uh, you know, everyone can be brave. You know, they, they, they like, like a week ago, we have this um, in memory. In the, they were coming, pulling out the fights, the fight from the 90s, right? Or really 2000s. Arturo Gatti with uh, Under, Underworld, right? Wordy. So uh, they were all like, uh, uh, yeah, Mickey, Mickey Ward at Arturo, Mickey Ward, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, they were like trilogy, and everyone was excited, you know. So my the way how I saw that fight, for me, boxing is not only about how brave you are, how smart you are in the ring, you know. I see boxing as a chess game on a high level of the endurance, physical um, performers with the thinker. You know what I mean? With someone who is not really getting like, for example, some of those guys, they get hit and they get mad. They start going aggressive. They forgetting about, you know, about that philosophy, hit, don't get hit, you know. But there is so many guys mm -hmm. that they saying that you can't go like this, you know. You 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 go in exchange. This is the sport where you 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 kind of step by step, you you the demolition, you kind of trying to take away from your opponent, right? His body, his mentality and physical you know abilities you know during the fight but looking at the let's say the money mayweather floyd right uh the, the this one of those who called himself greatest right what i don't like uh you're gonna be greatest made by people you can't call yourself things you know let the people charge and be you know but of course, it helps your mentality. If you call yourself greatest, 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 and you're gonna repeat yeah. it um, every day, a couple of times, I heard that you're gonna believe in it. You know, so that's why on the far beginning I said about repeatedness. You know, 
So when you box, you're trying to change uh-huh. repetition. repetition. Yes, you want to you see someone, you're trying to show show him something that you want to see. But let's say for me, the seeing the good boxer, I I I, I will just need square place, and then I would ask him to shadow box. Okay, I will ask him to shadow box and show me your you being offensive, show me you being defensive. Uh, play me some, you know, play me some, some uh, uh, feints, for example, right? Uh, show me some footwork. So, so layer by layer. So, I guess what I often, what I think people often think is they see two pe- two people fighting, uh-huh. boxing, and all they see is two people hitting uh-huh. each other, but they don't understand some of the nuance I hear you talking about is you are not just interested in creating a fighter who goes in and who can be mm-hmm. aggressive, but someone who knows how to set traps, yes. how to set up situations, yes. Yes. how to punch without getting yes. hit, how to use all of these, the feints to yes. set things up so that you can build them layer by yes, layer. Yes, exactly. Starting, even if, you, if you're gonna get someone who, is, who thinks that he's on the level of the greatness, you know what I mean? I always think that there is always someone who can show you better, faster, or stronger, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so what is, there's so many, I think you started to say something about different coaching styles. Mm-hmm. What is your style like? You know, you have some coaches that are very strict and very in your face and very straightforward. Other coaches who kind of sit back, they're a little more zen. What what is kind of your style? Would you say, or does it depend on the person? I think I think it, it's zen to the point where somebody won't need me to be aggressive. You know what I mean? I I learn to control this this. I don't have to play being aggressive or being you know. You are tough when the moment comes. You're gonna be tough. But I think being in that uh-huh. zen position is the most neutral one. So you can see, you know, when you when you like it, give you the price. You know, if you don't like it, say it. You know what I mean? Don't live it. Uh, it's like you know, you try to try to work work the way that you know you're not leaving things for tomorrow. You want whatever you have to do when you work with someone, say it now. And and if you work with someone, say it aloud. If it's aloud, you know what I mean. So don't just think, oh, I will do this or you should do this you i think you have to exchange that with your with people that you see you know what i mean but um being tough when it's needed you have to you know what i mean but uh zen position i like this I, that, that i think i'm the zen coach you know i'm curious what you think makes the difference so there's there's so many coaches out there right and 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 it, it is i think it's important for us to find the right fit for us right just like not every, you can't marry every person Not you know, they could be a great person. It doesn't mean they're the right person for you. So um, my question for you is what do you think differentiates just a good coach from a, a, a really great coach? Um, good coach. Are there some aspects or some no, I, characteristics? I think, you think I think I think uh, coach is the the one that can coach you can can show you things right. Uh, let's say they they have so most of the people they have their own limits and they limited with their knowledge, you know. Uh, so that's the coaches, but they're always trying to share whatever they know. You know what I mean? Whatever they know. 
so they're showing things they you know what they what they already know or they learned yesterday they're trying to you know i think bring bring whatever things that to the to the fighters in this case right or or whatever someone who comes to them but uh greater greatest the ta- next level above the coach is the teacher you know what i mean and the teacher it's the teacher is the one for me you know the, the greatest coach is the one that not only teaches you but is pushing you that you uh, that you kind of learning you learning and you learning for yourself you know what i mean so you're showing things and you're letting him adapt into it so it's like giving someone fisher fisherman or the, giving the people okay i'll give you fish i'll give you fish i'll give you fish you can eat right and then they're saying hey i don't want your fish i wanted the how you call the thing that go for fishes i want i want your Fishing rock, yes. You know what I mean? You're not <laughs> yeah. giving him fish, you're giving yeah. him fishing rock. So you're, you're pushing him to, to get to the level where he kind of, that's, that's, you know, you have to understand, you have to see them. You know? So he's understanding and he's growing, uh, or they're growing as a yes. person, like learning about themselves. Yes, you're, you're showing through this them, whole yes, process. yes. You, you pointed some things, not only as, um, you know, uh, I think I read some books, you know, about boxing and those, the greatest coaches, they're not only, the greatest coaches are not only coaches, they're, uh, 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 they're phys- like a, uh, how you call the person that you go uh, psychologists right they they can get into the person and be pull the best of them you know what i mean like like when you go when they go especially in boxing where or any martial arts where it gets into the you know when the, the like you were talking about before about andrew being stubborn right and then you want to control it you know what i mean you want you there is a moment and okay this is when you should you try to help them to, to, to kind of understand that, that they have to be on the charge of your emotions because boxing is not only about physical, it's mental. You stop, you know, that's why you have so many movements. In, there is no escape to the ground fight. You know, you can't just grab his legs and stay tight to him and, and wait until, you know, and wait until the referee or whatever stops. You know, there is a fencing nonstop. If there is a clinch, there is stop, break, and box again, you know, and it's, it's very mental. So boxer, boxing trainers, they should be, Trainers, you know, teachers, uh, uh, not only coaches, you know, coach, coach can show, you know, like me with, with my guys, you know, I can, I can teach them swimming. I can teach them all the punches. I can teach them all the defense movements, but it's still by the end of the day, it's going to be up to them what they're going to use and how they, how they're going to use it. So you want to teach them to the way that they understand what they're doing and why they're doing this, you know, what it's made for, you know, to help them make better, better judgment would, later would on. you say to help them make yeah to make decisions. better decisions yes yes you know well, after three minutes performance uh, in the ring when they go to the corner your advice is limited you can't go through the whole three minutes you you have to have that connections that that you that you know what couple words of yours to him and then he will see those mistakes that he did or the other guy does you know what i mean so, so they can perform better in next round and another round and keeping them alive, seeing their things that they're in control because so many guys, they're getting hit, you know, they, they're not showing it. And then video, whatever, referee not seeing it, the, the athletic commissioner doesn't see it, you know. And then there is your job as a trainer 
great trainer to see if your fighter is with you or he's somewhere else you know so you this is this is the moment where i like getting to those weird i don't like talking about the stopping fights as a trainer throwing the towels right but there are moments where 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 you're gonna be you know I can't tell that I will never yeah, questioning. Yeah. So let's look. Last fight, the Fury Fury with fighter, wider fight, right? The last second fight, the 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 coach, uh, the the wider coach, he stopped the fight, you know, and they all all he stopped the fight, you know, and they he changing the he changing he's changing the corner. Listen, he saw, he saw, I saw it too, you know. I know boxing as well. Look at Fury. I know Wider is the he was calling himself greatest. That's why I'm saying you shouldn't let you'll never I would I don't want any of my boxers calling themselves the greatest. Let the people judge, let the people make them greatest of their whatever they are, you know. But uh but uh this what happened, look, and then coach trainer, his good trainer that was with him for so many years, he threw that towel. So and then this is, I think, this is one level of the greatness as a coach. You know what I mean? So you are not afraid of getting hit with the whole team on you because you throw the towel. Listen, you are a great coach because you you could save this. Now people are saying that, but if you would let the other guy hitting him 10, 20 more times, maybe this, maybe Wider wouldn't be with us anymore. You know what I mean? So this is the yeah, great, yeah. This people is the die great in this coach, sport. you know what I mean? Who can make this final decision yeah. is like a general, you know what I mean? And you get into the war and you got this button to push it, you know? And are you thinking and you're judging? I don't want that, you know what I mean? I don't push that button because decision is on me and I can destroy everything or save everything, you know what I mean? So greatness is that good decision, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Decision makers... That's the greatest, greatest coaches that can make those decisions. And then, of course, they have to teach those boxers, right? So you're kind of trying to make them to, to learn that they can do the same thing. When the time comes, make the right decision. You know what I mean? Right on. That's a, that's a great answer, Bo. Thank you for that. I, I have a few more questions for you. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm going to ask a lot of coaches this. Um, what do you think can – okay, can you teach heart? Can you teach a fighter heart? Um, yeah, I, it's difficult though. Not everyone. I think if somebody is open to it, you can teach, but if somebody mm-hmm. is not, if somebody is closed, no, you won't. You can teach everything if somebody okay. wants to learn. Can you, can you, so does that include a killer yes, instinct? As well. Yeah. Right on. And how about power? Oh, yeah, definitely. You can teach a power though. Yeah. You can definitely go teach okay. a power. Because I've definitely heard different, uh, you know, different opinions from different coaches. So it's really interesting me to hear mm-hmm. that stuff. Do you think that um, the most elite level fighters are born with a certain special something? Uh, is it either, either physical make- or, or, or ment- mental, right? Uh, yes, they, uh-huh. they, they are. Yes, they, they have something. They, I'm talk- we're talking about elite, right? The top of the top, yeah. Uh, yes. yes. They either elite. have mentality or yes. they have physical, something physical that make them better, faster, stronger. They have some maybe better balance than other guys, you know. But uh, yeah, there is always something into them, yeah. There are personalities. Okay. That's the individual uh, wh- sport. So definitely top 10, all of them are personalities. Now, uh, so how do you mean the personality, like they just the certain yeah, mentalities yeah, yeah. that they carry with they them? Ha- they have something, like you said, either physical 
either physical or mental. They had something, you know. Lucian Bolt, let's say, talking about different sport, like Lucian Bolt, he's the fastest man on Mother Earth because he got something, you know, he stopped. So, and then all, most of those guys, after him, they, they got something, you know, physical or something. mental. Now, who, who you said you're, are you working, you said working with another Polish yeah. fighter right now, yeah. professional Nine Polish fighter? What's his name? Uh, Michael, Michał, Michał Olasz. Olasz, yes. Olasz. His record as of right now is 9 and 0. Uh, nine, wine, 9 wins, uh, uh, 8 by KO. Right on. And is he training with you uh, in Chicago? As of right now, yes. Yeah. He was last two, last two weeks he spent in Miami. That's why I was in Miami over the weekend. We went to pick him up and watch him sparring with the other guys from the first street gym. So we were there for, uh, yeah. for two days. Uh, and then he's back here and we did this boxing training like two, two times already. Yesterday was the sparring, uh, sparring day when he sparred with all the Ukrainian kids. Did you just start no, working, with working him? No, we're working from January. Away? We're working with him from January. He came in right before Christmas and uh, we start working uh, together from uh, New Year. So it's already, what, five months? Great. And how about and and you have a number of Golden Gloves winners out of here. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, right? uh, I I won the gloves uh, myself as well. But uh, yeah, we got, yeah, yeah, we got like on three, that. four guys that they they that they won. Yeah. That was last uh, year. Last year, no, no, that last a year ago. Last year, I have no one. I have I have two kids that, uh, uh, but they they get this one of them get to semif semifinals, I think. And then uh, the other one lost the first fight. But this year I got it too, you know, but now it's, uh, it stopped. Um, and I, I'll have, I have one young kid, uh, actually two of them, they're brothers, uh, 14 and 17 year old. Uh, the young one, youngster, uh, the, I think I, there is something into them, you know. Uh, it, and they have both. They have mental and, and physical something, you know. So they're already, they're already good athletes. They have good regime. The whole family is into, into what I do, you know. They see my passion into the work that we do. They, uh, I see their passion. And, and we just, uh, as of right now, stop because of this whole situation, you know. That, so they have a yes, good work ethic. very good work ethic, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, the I best. Love it. I like to see it. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't want to keep you much longer. I don't want to keep you much longer, Bo. I just, I, I so appreciate taking. One, I always love being able to like say Thank hi you. to you and and, and Camila so and Thank hear Max so much, in the Nick. background. There we go. So one last, uh, one last plug for Hyper Fight and Fitness uh -huh. in Schiller Park in the Chicagoland area. Um, Bo will be in touch. Thank yeah, you, you welcome so much. me, and I wishing you best, man. I can't wait to open the gym. I think we we are we're gonna opening from first uh, June. Can't wait for the Golden Globe dates, and then we have right those on. fights. You know, Mihao is gonna be fighting, so I I'll keep you posted with this. Well, does Mihao have uh, a date? We, I think we I think we are trying to get him to the fight in Miami. You know, the in Florida they may do this first show, uh, so uh, we're trying to put him on 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 the one that is gonna that may happen there. Will this be a, a four round fight? Uh, no, six six minimum. Four. I don't want him to do five. No, no, he's six. he's ready for six. You know. We need more. I, okay. I like to fight. I like to get fighters that fight, you know, more like, you know, because more you fight, you can show better. You know what I mean? That's why, that's why I knew uh, since getting back to Andrew and we were training, I, the, the way how we train, I saw and 
that we can do four, six, eight, ten, that he's ready for it based on what I see. Now I see that he's ready for six. I could tell even more, but let's not, let's try, but not four. No, 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 no four under, no four under. Too short, too short. Too short, too short. All right. Well, I hope uh, to have you, you have you all back here too, because we moved into a bigger mm -hmm. gym space. Um, I think you dig it. It's a bigger space, nice open space to work out. And we're also hoping to open Beautiful, up here. Yeah. Real soon, Good luck so. with that one. All right, Bogdan. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful night and um, I will talk. I'll connect real soon with you. Super. Thank you so much. Take care.